Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. We are talking about managing the frustration of injury and I'm feeling, I'm, I'm actually I'm feeling kind of okay, but I've got to say last week I was feeling very frustrated. Shall I share my feelings? Do you want to share first or shall I? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> it's, a massive, it's a massive subject, isn't it? And, and I think something that everybody can relate to, as soon as you pick up an injury, whatever the cause is, whatever the reason, frustration kicks in. I don't think there's anybody that's going to say, oh, I'm really happy I'm injured and that's absolutely fine. I'm going to hang my shoes up for a, for a while and sit on the injury bench. It's just frustrating. We become a bear with a sore head. I think people deal with it differently. So I've had um, a bit of a challenge in time of late. Some people may know that's watching this. The last week in particular, I know you know this, Joe, but we had Martina, my girlfriend, her, both of her grandparents pass away. My grandma had, suffered a stroke and was in hospital. Pretty heavy week, as you can imagine. Yeah. And I wasn't running. Because ordinarily, as many people know watching this, when you have frustrations in your life and you just want to escape from it all, what do you do? How do you hit the reset button? You lace up and you get your ass out there. And I couldn't do that, so it was super frustrating. I have, having said that, just come back from a run. I haven't even changed, I haven't showered. I'm probably gonna stay like this all weekend because I'm so happy. I just had a very easy 30 minute jog didn't Hooray. care about pace, all that. You'll, you'll be impressed, Joe. Didn't care about pace and all that stuff. Just just to, to test things. I don't feel like I'm out of the woods yet. I've got to then see how the calves feel afterwards tomorrow, you know. But yeah. that's that's a really good sign. But yeah, that's kind of... I feel I'm coming out the other side now, but I have been frustrated now. I will be very honest with that. And I think it's not just frustration. <clears throat> I, um, I think there's just a whole range of emotions. And um, without wanting to over egg the pudding to say sometimes you can just feel like this huge loss and dare I and I and I say sometimes you know it's like your hopes dreams and aspirations have just been smashed before your eyes it sounds really dramatic but I'm hoping I'm hoping you could share that feeling with me that yeah it's angry you might be upset but yeah sometimes really really almost disproportionate and, and I feel bad saying that in the whole climate that we're in but sometimes that's how it feels when you're in the moment and you think you're flying along and all of a sudden you've literally crashed and burned. Tell me I'm not alone, it's, Jake. It's <laughs> no, you're not alone at all, Joe. And it is it's so difficult because you, you want to kind of put things in perspective and I encourage that as a coach and I know you do and, and that reality check and the world's in a terrible place and actually we've still got food on the table tonight. You know, all those things which are, are really key, <clears throat> excuse me, they're really important things to focus on. But let's be honest, that isn't so easy. And actually a problem to us is still a problem to us. So if th something is taken away from us, something is taken away from us and, and, and it can lead to frustration, which we know. And I, I sometimes, I try to help people, and I know we're gonna get into some practical stuff in this video, but I try to encourage people not to give themselves a hard time over injury and, and try to shift the focus. I do struggle with that myself. It's not something that I've mastered. And I would say this injury period for me, probably over the last couple of months, it's been a bit stop start. I have never really got going. I found it harder than any other time. And I think the reason I found it so hard 
is because not the fact that running has been taken away as such, but it's everything else that's going off in life. So some things that I mentioned to you earlier about last week, but just the fact we're all getting a bit bored, COVID is getting a bit long in the tooth, you know, staring at four walls, you know, busy spinning plates, trying to keep businesses alive, trying to keep relationships alive, trying to reach out to friends, all that stuff. I found it very, very hard. And I think that is almost a bigger uh, almost more important reason to talk about managing injury frustrations because it can have ill effects at other areas in your life. Do, do you know what I mean by oh, that? Oh, absolutely. Because I, I always say running is what keeps me sane, what keeps me on straight and narrow. And quite frankly, it's what stops me murdering other people. <laughs> Particularly, <laughs> dare I say right now, the members of my family, of which I'm stuck at home with 24-7. Love them, though I do. It is, you know, it is hopes and dreams and aspirations and goals and running targets and PBs. But at the end of the day, I just love running. I love that time to get outside, have time for myself, be on my own. And, and I said, just be outside, going somewhere, lost in that physical act of running. And, and it, you know, we were just talking before we, we went live about, I do my best thinking when I'm running. I think up all kinds of things. I think of people's training schedules. I think of problems. I think of issues with the children. All of that is working through in my head. And so when I can't do that, as you say, I, it's not just the running or the fitness, I, I lose that as well. And I find, you know, I, do, I miss it. I, re, I miss that side of it and what it gives me, not just the running itself. I think it's so relatable and we had a quick catch up before and we normally do before our live on a, on a, on a Friday and we just sort of, you know, right, we call, we know what we're going to chat about here. Let's help people with this today's uh, content and subject matter. And I said to you, uh, let's just go live. You, you're like, would well, you want to share some things with me in thoughts? I said, no, because I've just had a bit of a run. And, and what happened to me was exactly what you've just said. I went elsewhere in my mind. I got creative. I didn't try to think about things. They just naturally entered my head. And all these reasons, obviously, I knew we were doing the live today. And all these reasons and all these ways that we can manage that frustration kind of entered my head. So I think we should share some of those in this video. What do you reckon? Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the first things I say to people, actually, we've talked about all of these feelings. And one of the first most practical things I say to people is, do allow yourself to feel these feelings, but not for a more than 60 minutes per day. Because <laughs> you also don't want to wallow in it and become the most miserable person, both in yourself and for everybody else that has to live with you. So acknowledge your feelings, acknowledge that you feel upset or you feel angry or disappointed or whatever it might be. And it can be a, it might be a different thing at different times. You know, wallow in it and then put it aside and look at the rest of life or focus on some other things. That is my first tip. Acknowledge it, but only for 60 minutes a day. It's funny you say that. It sounds like we have rehearsed this. And we're thinking, <laughs> you say this and I'm going to say this because it leads nicely onto something that is so important to me that I advise all of my runners whenever they get an injury and that's keep the spark alive. So what I mean by that is I think it's very, very easy to pull away from running and pull away from Strava and pull away from your friends and bury yourself, bury your head in the sand and not deny the injury because you probably accepted the fact you're injured and you're sidelined. But I think it's important not to pull yourself away and it can be uncomfortable. It can be very, very difficult for you to 
not come away from Strava and speak to your friends about running and support them. But I think it's worth taking yourself out of your comfort zone because that's probably what it will be for many. You know, the people that do just say, right, I'm washing my hands of it. I'm ignoring it. And the reason I refer to it as keeping the spark alive is because momentum is really powerful and it can work for you and against you. And if you're sidelined and you reach a point where you go through the phases you're talking about the frustration the bear with a sore head giving yourself 60 minutes of data you know kick the cat proverbial cat and <laughs> do not kick cats just like at to some say. point <laughs> don't, no cats were injured in the making of this live by the way but at some point momentum kicks in you almost get kind of used to well i'm injured you don't wake up and it's a, not a shock anymore because you you accept expected to be injured what you don't want to do is lose that momentum so that then when there is there is, there is no injury it's kind of harder to get going again get going again so keeping your running spark alive and not pulling away from your facebook running related groups or your friends or your club mates or whatever as uncomfortable as it can be i think can help and if i can just add to that there's mel who watches every week actually she when she can mel who's one of my runners on hey mel great to see you on again and mel won't mind me saying that she's suffered an injury recently and i said to her don't pull away don't pull away from the group we've got a bit of a whatsapp group and a community going i said don't pull away from that and you know she was well on board with that and clearly didn't shifted the focus onto other people got her feeling better as well as her helping helping others and subsequently it's easier to make that return so yeah keep the spark alive man so following on from that it is you said about you know stepping out of your comfort zone which we've talked about in relation to training as well but there actually there's a relevant part to that for me for injury because what happens sometimes and I know you can relate to this in your recent experiences, you're almost frightened to go out for a run and see if it's okay because the crushing disappointment, if it isn't, is almost worse than the initial injury, I find, particularly if you've already had a couple of attempts to come back and it hasn't worked. And then it can become almost this thing where, well, if I don't try, then I can't be disappointed and I can't bear the feeling of that disappointment anymore. But and caveating this with the fact that it's really good if you can have a nice structured sensible rational return to running program but you you do have to actually go out there and give it a try at some point because otherwise that will be it (laughs) but it is hard to do because like I say I know that feeling of oh god not again I just thought it was better is is a really difficult one but I I, leading on to that to be quite practical I say to people you know try and take control of this situation so set yourself a running program a sensible one though you can always add more but what you don't want to do is have to take bits off so i often start with with people even doing a minute jog and a minute walk and some runners look at it and say are you kidding me that's six minutes of running (laughs) i know but if you do the six minutes of running and it goes well well then you're going to feel good you're going to feel that you've taken a step forward and, and not next week, but the next time, whether it's the next day or a couple of days later, we could do 12 minutes of running. And before you know it, you will be back going for a 30 minute run. But what sometimes happens is people throw themselves straight back into the 30 minute run or keep going because it feels good. It feels good. I'm going to keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, no, it's not feeling good now. I wish I'd stopped 10 minutes ago. So putting that structure and limits on it, just manage it is. A, it gives you a feeling of control. B, it manages that kind of disappointment because it means you're more likely to build up gradually and, and have a more positive experience. That's I, I stole some, something from you, actually, Joe, uh, that I use to advise my runners. And it's something you said, just a phrase. You know, sometimes things kind of, you know, these little nuggets that you take from various places. And you said to me, I forget how you phrase it, was basically view it as, as 
view this test as it were the litmus test is really as you say it's getting out there and running so you can speak to all the physio experts in the world and they are very very useful of course and knowledgeable but the ultimate test is can you go out and run and how does it feel afterwards so you've got to kind of test it and test it mm -hmm. safely but you said to me about view it as, as running and not training don't see it yeah. as training it's like testing because i think when you are out there you want to view it as training and you want that training benefit and you want to burn the calories and increase fitness you're just testing the water and you've got to do it safely and the title of this chat around is managing injury frustrations and that is key which is what you mentioned earlier it's managing in your mind and going out there and setting realistic expectations so i'm going to shout somebody else out here sean who is watching this who is one of my runners who i know from conversations is looking at testing things testing not training on sunday so a little bit injured picked up a niggle nothing major i think there was some there's some sort of fear there that it's going to going to be a major thing it isn't i'm sure but testing it very safely on sunday managing the expectations going out there and almost saying to yourself i'm expecting to stop here i'm expecting mm -hmm. to do five minutes and then call it a day because you've kind of set that in your mind and you, it's easier to accept uh, and it keeps you safe so i think that's very 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 important i think it is and, and like i say it's we are all you know we do it because we love it and it makes us feel good but that means the temptation is to overdo it and, you know, say time and time again, and I've done it myself, I am not a saint by any stretch. You just get out there and, and like you say, that sensible, rational bit switches off and you're like, whoa, whoa I just, I could go a bit more. I'm, oh, look at the pace I'm running. Look at the pace I've run, <laughs> you know, and you start getting caught up in that, caught up in the watch and, and all the rest of it. You are, it is not training. It is rehab, not training. Once we've done rehab, then we can move on to training. There is a process, isn't there? And talking of process, it links back to what you mentioned about having a having a plan. And that could be working with a coach like myself or yourself, Joe. It could be somebody else. Having some structure. But here's the thing. It's In my opinion, it's not just about having a plan. It's having two things I think are significant when coming back from injury. Having an adaptable plan, flexible, so you've got to adapt because <clears throat> let the injury guide you rather than the plan. The plan is a blueprint and it's a guide but you need to know when to substitute and when to adapt. So any of my runners, runners that get injured, like yourself, Joe, we'll kind of check in each week, you know, almost daily, certainly a few times a week, see what's happening and adjust sessions accordingly because that's how you have to do it. You've got to kind of let the injury guide a little bit. The other thing about having a plan is it can help you mentally because I think shifting the focus, you go, well, I'm injured, okay, but you know what? I'm going to get, here's a comeback plan. Let me spend some time on putting a plan together and that can really help. It can give you confidence. You can see light at the end of the tunnel. It gives you that belief. However, I don't think you should set a start date. You no. may create a 10-week plan, but if you say I'm going to start it on this date, because we're all a sucker for a plan, you start it on that date no matter what, and you might not be in a position, your body might not be in a position. So I would leave it undated. And when you feel the time is right, then you can implement the plan. Which, which you, you know leads on to my favorite saying, which is healing is a biological process. It takes a set amount of time. You can do things that will help and you can most definitely do things that hinder. But at the end of the day, <clears throat> your body has to repair itself. The tissues have to repair and it cannot do that any faster than it can do it. So soft tissues, really you're looking at, if you've done some soft tissue damage, you're looking at a minimum of about seven days and it can be much longer than that depending on the degree of, you know, if you've completely ruptured a muscle, it's gonna take much longer. If it's one or two fibers, it might be seven days, but the body cannot really do it much faster than that. Likewise with bones and stress fractures, 
I'm afraid it's even longer. You know, a bone takes about six weeks minimum to renew itself. It's a biological process. Nobody can make it faster. Nothing you can buy on the internet can make it faster. You know, it's a biological process. So it has to happen and you have to let it happen before you can then go on and do, you know, get back to it and and do all the rest of the stuff. But, you know, that's a bit of... It's a practical thing, but we again, you said we're talking about managing it, and part of managing it is acceptance and understanding that that this is a biological process. It will take this time. That's it. I think you're absolutely right, and and obviously this video is is about primarily how to manage and the frustrations, and really talking about the mind. But clearly, there's a connection there to the physical body, and the choices that you make have a huge impact on your recovery, and therefore how you feel about it. And I think. When you talk about that, those biological processes, you're absolutely right. The one thing that I think runners don't want to allow is time. <laughs> so I'll yeah. put my hand up. I don't want to allow time because if I get injured, I want to pay somebody to fix me. I want to see Mr. Miyagi, who's going to clap his hands, put them on me, and I am healed, and I'm back out there. And it doesn't work like that. There are processes, and there are time. And, and people heal at different rates. But of course, there is a lot of science to back the things that you're talking about, you know, for certain uh, joints and bones and kind of hard tissue, soft tissue repair. So you've got to allow that. And once you've got your head around it, guess what happens when you get your head around it? You accept it. And, and you feel better. Just, you feel better, <laughs> which is what it's all about. Joe, what's your I'm interested. What's your view on kind of shifting the focus here? We're talking a lot about focusing on things that can help you feel better about running and get back running. You know, there's other stuff you can do, practical stuff like you know rehab work. But in terms of just making yourself feel better in your mind, rather than focusing on, on running, what's your view on shifting the focus to perhaps other things in your life? I mean, definitely, if, if you can do it. So I hurt myself last Tuesday, a week, a week and a bit ago. Um, thought it was catastrophic at the time, but fortunately it's not as bad as I thought. <clears throat> but do you know what? I, you know, once I got over all of those feelings that we've talked about, the frustration, the anger, rah, so annoyed with myself. Um, I've, I've been really busy. I am really busy at the moment, really busy with work, I'm homeschooling, and I can actually step back and say, this has given me a bit of a break. I didn't wanna have to take a break, but actually this break is quite useful. I've, I've got an extra hour a day now that I can do some other things and take the pressure off myself. and. You know, I've been saying to the kids, right, we're getting out of the house at four o'clock every day. I'm stopping work, homeschool finishes, and we're going for a walk. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to get back running. Do not, I'm not, you know, (laughs) come on, I'm not that much of a changed character. But this time is quite nice, and I'm using it for other things which are not running related. But, you know, um, Bridget's just mentioned there about using other types of exercise, and and that's a big thing I say to people as well. Well, let's do some strength and conditioning on upper body or something, as long as it doesn't you know, damage and put stress on the, on the injured area, why not use this time to do something else that you, that you might, you know, take up yoga or Pilates, as Bridget says, something like that, that you say, oh God, I haven't got the time to do that stuff. You have got a bit more time, so use that time in a really positive way and see it as a bit of a bonus, you know, because actually you probably miss that time when it's gone, if you can approach it in the right mental attitude. So absolutely, shifting focus, I, I think is great. I don't know what you've found to, to shift your focus to. So you, I'm, I'm going to answer this. And you you mentioned kind of the, the 
you know that that balance really i guess and and kind of the frustrations and getting yourself feeling better and, and i believe that there's equal upsides and downsides to, to different things in life you've got to have the right attitude and that's not easy to find and, and to kind of focus on but it can work it can come with practice but it's almost like forced rest like you say you wouldn't have chosen voluntarily to be injured but what have you gained from that well you've gained some learning maybe it might make you i'm saying you here joe but you know <laughs> it might make us it might make us a little bit more patient in time and maybe we can learn from how we got injured so that it, we reduce the risk of it happening in the future we can focus our attention to other things simon's mentioning here when you can't train the body train the mind i completely believe that well absolutely why not and that could be connected to running as well so you could spend some time educating yourself around the subject of running now just a word on educating yourself you can watch live videos like this you can listen to podcasts you can read books there's no end to what knowledge is available i believe knowledge isn't power it's potential power so it's only real power if you're going to apply it here's the caveat sometimes knowledge can cause confusion confusion if you consume too much you almost don't know which way to go injury is a good example of that isn't it joe you speak to so many people everybody's got an opinion be it qualified or not yeah and and then you sort of go well oh maybe i do this well they've said do this for a week and then you get two days in and somebody else has said try this so you go oh, i'm going to try that now so just got to be a little bit mindful if you are planning on shifting the focus to educating yourself around the subject of training and running to make sure that it's useful for you and your return which we talked about we were laughing because i said well one of my key practical points is seek professional advice and you said to me is that like the sort of liability disclaimer at the end you know <laughs> but yeah there's so much i mean gosh you can go on google and as we were joking you know by the time you got to the end of google you're going to have to have your leg amputated and probably be put down because everything's so badly wrong with you seek advice but you know yeah and i would say both don't ask other runners uh because they they are not experts they are experts in themselves and possibly not even that but they are not experts generally um but they can be a really good source of of moral support and they can give you some tips but yeah also make sure your advice you seek is credible and professional and knowledgeable and experienced and relevant to you who is an individual so yeah that's our little liability bit isn't it but yes no and other I think, thing I think sorry <laughs> No, no, no. You, you go, Joe. Go. I was going to say, just one other thing to, to, to kind of take, you can get obsessed with it. My other thing is also, um, don't be obsessed with it all the time. So, you know, I say, don't poke it, prod it, twist it, jump on it, hop on it, test it, <laughs> go up and down the stairs, trot around the lounge, poke it some more, prod it some more, all within the space of 10 minutes, continually, repeatedly throughout the day. Leave it. <laughs> Leave it I'm, alone. I'm laughing. Both mentally I'm and laugh- physically. <laughs> I'm laughing don't because touch I, it. I run- a runner of mine sent me a photo of his foot it was a real close-up as well it wasn't even like the whole of his foot it was like i couldn't see the whole of his foot it was that close and it, i could just see his finger and it, and this was in the week and he said it hurts when i press here when i when i prod it you know my response don't you you know my response do, to this. <laughs> leave it alone back away from the foot my friend back away from the foot Very Which is one of i was going to mention i was going to mention something it's escaped me it'll come back to me it'll come back to me I was going to say the joys of being a running coach is that you get all kinds of dodgy photos of bits of people's bodies <laughs> with their fingers pointing to them. It's I mean, true. you know. <laughs> I've actually made a, a mosaic. I've got, you can't see it. It's just off to the side here, but it's a lovely mosaic. Yeah. It's very nice. Sometimes it's, it's nice. the kind of thing that could get you in trouble. But no. So managing injury, managing the frustration. I think we've, you know, 
manage your mind, manage how you feel about it, acknowledge how you feel about it. I think that's our key message, isn't it? You know, acknowledge it yeah. is frustrating, but then try and take control, try and be positive, try and use the time valuably, try and, you know, understand the time scales that might be involved, understand, set yourself a good rehab program, but without setting a start date on it. I think that was a really top point that you made. Um, is there any other practical points I've missed that you can think that we've talked I, about? Well, yeah, I just want to mention one actually that, that, that just come back to me and it, it, it links in nicely off the back of what you're saying about kind of keeping the right people around you, you know, talk about advice that you get rather than seeking advice from all, everywhere. I think having, talking emotionally now, because a large part of that is managing frustration, I think having the right people around you is really, really important. When we're injured, what do we want? Apart from emotionally, what do we want? You know, physically, we want to be back running. We don't want to be injured. But emotionally, what do we want? We want people to understand. We want we want somebody to get it because we feel like we're the only one and you don't get it and you want that empathy. And as a coach, that's a massive thing. And I know that we can both relate to that, you know, giving our runners confidence that they will return, confidence in being pragmatic and that it's not the end of the world and they can get those fitness levels back. And I need that. If I'm frustrated, I've offloaded to you, Joe. You offload to me. That's what you need. You need that support. So surround yourself with people that can provide you with that empathy. Now, it doesn't mean start to cull all your friends on Facebook and, and in your phone book, but it means reach out to the right people. I can think of some great people in my life who are true friends, but I would not call them to talk about my injury. If I was frustrated and I wanted empathy, I didn't want them to fix it. I just wanted mm. them to understand and listen. I wouldn't call them. So I think having the people that you can trust and you know will give you what you need at that in that moment is important, whether that's a coach, whether that's a friend, family, colleague, doesn't matter. That would be my final point. And I think actually subjects. that would be a really good final one, that yes, you need practical advice, but actually you need some emotional support and you need to feel better in yourself about it. And then actually you'll be managing that frustration much more effectively and probably managing your injury much more effectively. Oh. But anyway, we will, hopefully we've helped you manage your frustration a bit. We have, we are managing our frustrations and hopefully on the way back more practically. But thanks ever so much for listening, guys. Um, as usual, you can catch up on the quick hits on Jake's Running With Jake podcast. Um, obviously, you can catch up on Instagram. If you've got any questions about injury or running or anything at all, or any suggestions about other Insta lives that we could do, things you want us here as chatting about, get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, Joe. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.